it's very important to understand that what is stubborn means stubborn is a behavior right it's an outcome but before the behavior happens there are inputs right and the input is the emotion and the belief system of the child the mistake that most of us make as parents is that we are very behavior focused so how yeah. do you define success when it comes to parenting welcome everyone for the another episode of the sagar sagam sahur so and today we have a very special guest she's a certified parenting expert and life coach she's a content creator having more than 400k followers on instagram and she's a founder of easy parenting hub what i like about her is she has a calm energy that literally inspires so many people so without further ado so let's welcome riti devra to our podcast riti how are you doing today yes good sagar thank you so much for having me on your show really looking forward to this feeling great uh, riti like uh, tell us your journey like what inspired you to become parenting coach okay yeah so i honestly i did not decide that i want to be a parenting coach never really thought that i would become one so my life has been a series of spontaneous uh, decisions so i did uh, science in high school then i switched to economics and then i mastered in economics and after that i switched into fashion so i was in the fashion retail industry for almost 8 years and after that motherhood happened and when motherhood happened it was not a very smooth journey for me and uh, because it did not come to me so easily and when things don't come to you easily you really value them so when my son happened i really wanted to be an amazing mother to him just like most mothers not most in fact all mothers want to be amazing parents yes. so i wanted to be an amazing mother do everything right and uh, i really struggled because you know i was really striving for perfection in everything that i did and uh, it really led to a low life condition and i was not happy even though you know i pretty much had everything in terms of a good family supportive family my son but i was not happy and that's when i started learning about parenting because you know i figured out that something was missing something was wrong something i was not doing right and i reached reached out for help and i started learning about parenting and when i surrendered to my mentors and i started learning everything started to shift like my experience was totally different like same house same mother same husband same in-laws same child but everything was so different and that's when you know i felt that it is so important to learn and do it and then i had this strong inner calling that you know i wanted to take that take this message to a lot of mothers that we should learn and then raise our children because when you do it you would feel a lot better energetically so it was not so easy for me to start because i really had this strong feeling that i wanted to help i just didn't know how to do it but one fine day i decided to make my instagram profile public and i started sharing content from my life like stories from my life on instagram about the experiences that i went through the lows and the highs and the good moments and what did i do to fix things for myself and a lot of mothers resonated with it and i kept sharing content for 5 years just to serve oh. mothers there was no intention of becoming a parenting coach and then in 2020 when covid happened lot of mothers because i had been nurturing them for almost 5 years they started reaching out to me and they were like you know we need you we need you to help us and they started calling me and i did a lot of 
calls phone calls and uh, that's when i understood that you know it would not be possible for me to serve them effectively like this and that's when i uh, launched my digital school called easy parenting hub for mothers so overall i've been on this journey for almost 8 years and uh, it was it just uh, happened by chance i just kept responding to what mothers wanted and then one thing led to the other and i don't know when i became a parenting coach so yeah that's my story so for 5 years you have not sold anything just adding value through instagram yeah because there was never the intention to actually do this professionally i was just uh, i was doing my fashion business and this was just out of pure passion to help mothers and uh, and it was very fulfilling because i used to get a lot of success stories that you know your idea worked and it really helped my child it really helped me with my relationship with my partner and uh, my relationship with my mother in law is so much better so those stories i think you know those messages that i kept receiving it kept me really motivated and i kept doing it and it was very effortless to be honest i never felt like i was really working or burning myself out it was uh, actually quite fulfilling it was a good break from the fashion business that i was uh, doing at that point yes amazing uh, so riddhi why did you choose uh, to work with only mothers but when it comes to parenting it is both uh, i believe it is both both of the parents work so why did yes. you choose uh, for mother mothers only i'm not sure if i made this choice or god chose it for me i it just like you know for me it was all like a very natural kind of a thing and i think i really connected with mothers even when i was creating content on instagram like instagram is an open space right so mm. both parents are allowed to follow but i think when i write it mostly you know comes out for mothers so that's i was sharing my story so i think i naturally attracted more mothers towards me so i was writing from a mother's point of view so it happened and i also feel that i connect better with mothers and uh, i want to create like a safe space for mothers because i feel if i have fathers in the same room maybe mothers would not be able to express themselves very effectively so i'm definitely i feel that fathers are also really wanting to participate now more than ever and i get a lot of messages on instagram that we want to join a workshop can we do so and i tell them of course you can join but i'm going to deliver keeping mothers in mind so you have to be very open minded so yes i have fathers who come for the master classes and they do watch the content that mothers get access to because mothers keep updating me about you know husbands going through the content as well but uh, yeah i think uh, we all choose our people and i have chosen mothers for now and if something happens maybe fathers in the future amazing so how do you help them how do you help mothers like i see you have you do a lot of challenges 3d 7d challenges so how do basically you help them through a lot of workshop activities inside right. your community right so yes so i feel that mothers they have so much happening in their lives like you know there's kitchen work housework husband work in-laws work then working for themselves and there's a lot so sometimes it can get very overwhelming so what i try to do is i just try to keep it very simple every day i just give them one simple thing to do and uh, you tell them to invest just 25 to 30 minutes every day learning something about parenting 
and that would really you know help so more than uh, the more than doing a lot on one day it's about doing little every day so every day i just tell them to do something small and when they keep doing that consistently it becomes very easy and they can see the shift happening for themselves so i don't do 7 day 9 day i usually do a 30 day challenge it's called mohammed khan and mm. it's like 30 days and 30 minutes for 30 days so i tell them every day that today for 30 minutes you need to do this and then next day i tell them what is it that they that they need to do for 30 minutes and they can do it in like slots of 10 10 minutes each they can do 30 minutes together they can do 15 15 minutes in two parts that's completely up to them as long as they find 30 minutes of uh, healthy learning it's good and once they finish it i reward them with certificates and uh, gifts because i feel that you know that also inspires them to take action so yeah i do that uh, now coming to the questions like where uh, there a lot of mothers they are hesitant or very skeptical to invest into a coaching or learning from someone about parenting or investing into investing into parenting so how do you handle those resistances see i feel you know, there are different stages of learning one is that you know i don't know that i don't know and then the second stage is i don't i know that i don't know so some parents are still in the first stage that you know i don't know that i don't know they don't even know that parenting is a topic that we must study and i was in this stage 8 years back when i became a mother had i known that you know i could have done this a lot you know i could have studied and then uh, done so much better for my child i would have probably learned about parenting even before i became a mother but you know i had to go through all of that mess because i had not learned it i had not read about it so that's the first stage where you don't even know that you don't know then the second stage is i know that i don't know and when mothers usually come to that stage mostly they are willing to learn and upgrade themselves some mothers are uh, they feel that you know there's a lot of free information on social media on the internet and that would help them definitely i would not uh, negate the fact that it would create some impact but i feel that for learning you just don't need information you need implementation and you also need the right environment so if yes. i share the same information on instagram versus i share the same information in a closed group closed group and in a closed room with mothers the impact would be very different right and the chances that a mother would actually implement that information when she's receiving it in the right environment is much higher right so i feel that you know we do so many courses right and this is what i tell mothers since you asked how do you break resistances we do so many courses right driving lessons then we do calligraphy yoga tree yoga fitness pilates zumba and so much right and also for yes. our children we put them in different activities but i feel that parenting is one thing that we really need to do because everything else is keeping you healthy or is helping you grow financially but when you're learning about parenting you're actually responsible for another human being and i think it is our moral responsibility to learn and do it because when we learn and do it we can definitely do a lot better and even if you feel that everything in your parenting journey is in place and you're feeling very high life condition still i would recommend recommend mothers to learn and do it because few ideas can really change the dynamics of your parent child relationship 
So it's always a great idea to learn and do it. So when you're investing in everything else, why not invest in something that can improve your life and your child's life completely? And not just your and your child's life, your family life. Because the energy of a mother will decide the energy of the house. So I really feel that every mother should learn, not just mother, even parent, every father should learn about parenting. And honestly, it is one dream that I have that every household in India will have a mother who's actually learning and then raising her child. Because mm. that would, just the world would be a much better place. Yes. I think I I believe that also uh, impacts in a lot of other areas. It can be, uh, it can, if we don't learn that, it can really have a negative impact on our businesses, our personal life. Uh, what kind of uh, those kind of uh, consequences that can impact if we don't care uh, on parenting, we don't learn a parenting? See, uh, yeah, so yes, yeah, so if you're not learning and doing it, chances are what you're doing is based on observation, which means that you're doing either what your parents did if you had a great childhood or you're trying not to do what your parents did if you had a difficult childhood. Right. So what you're doing is parenting based on observation, but parenting based on observation might not be the best thing to do because uh, what worked for you during your time might not work for your child during his time because things have changed. Economy has changed. People have changed. And, you know, when we were growing up, a lot of people say that. So what if you hit children? You know, when I was growing up, everybody was hitting me and then I'm still doing fine. So it's okay to hit children sometimes. But understand how things have evolved. You know, when I was little, in a party, if a parent would slap a child, nobody would mind it because every other parent was also doing that. Right? And even the child did not feel that much pain because he knew that he or she knew that every other child was also getting similar treatment. Right? But now if you hit a child in any birthday party or anything, everybody else would be looking at you and they would be like, how can you do this, right? And even the child would not take it very positively because he would feel that why just me? Nobody else is hitting their kids. Why are my parents only hitting me? So maybe it worked when you were little, but it, it's not going to work anymore. So you have to evolve with the changing times and you need to accept that. And uh, that's why I feel learning is so important because when you learn, you can do so much better for your child. And as parents, I don't think there is any problem with the intention. All of us want to do better for our children. All of us want to create a beautiful life for them. But the problem is with action. Just intention is not going to manifest into results, right? So you really need to take action. So of course, if you're not learning and doing it, chances are that you're making some mistakes that you could have avoided if you knew better. So when you learn, you'll just be more aware of the better things to do. And you can just uh, not do that to your child and to yourself also sometimes. Thank you for sharing, Jyoti. So Riti, what is your like top three tips to boil down for a good parenting success? Like yes, top three. Okay, so first is to be prepared, which means pre be prepared that your life is not going to be the same. Sometimes, you know, we have, the child and then we are expecting that everything will be safe and that when it comes as a shock you would not be able to respond to it very calmly but when you're prepared that yes I might have to slow down as far as my career is concerned 
or maybe i might have to quit my career if i do not have good uh, do not have a good support system or maybe if i'm at home or if i choose to be a homemaker i would have to do more work as compared to what i was doing previously so one is to be prepared second is to please learn and do it because you would only know how much better you're doing for your child when you learn and do it and i can give you a guarantee that when you learn and do it you will see a huge huge shift in your energy and i can speak with so much conviction because i have experienced it and i'm seeing it all in all those thousands of mothers that i'm handholding every single mother is seeing it so it's definitely going to happen so learn and do it and third is just be real and authentic like just be real authentic and accept the mistakes that you make as parents and try to do your best but there's no need for you to over manage your child or try to be always uh, on top of everything just be easy and just be in the flow state because you want to enjoy the process so you don't want to be just like analyzing and over analyzing everything that am i doing the right thing is this the better thing so you don't want to be in that uh, state of mind where you're always confused about what you are doing you're always uh, minding what other people are doing with your child so i think just enjoy the process so i'll just quickly summarize this for you be prepared learn about parenting and third is to just be in the flow state and enjoy your enjoy. journey the parent yes amazing riddhi so riddhi when it comes to parenting what are the most frequently asked questions in parenting and how do you address them okay wow there are so many but the top would be how to manage my anger as a mother and second would be how to manage a stubborn child and third mostly in india is about joint family issues like you know mm-hmm. how do i set boundaries and how do i communicate with my mother in law how do i convince other people to not do this with my child so these are the top 3 most commonly asked questions and how do you address those questions so see for anger i feel that um uh, there is so much but if you had to do one thing understand that we are not angry people we just choose to become angry in a few situations so if let's say if your uh, in-laws tell you something maybe you would not approve of it but you would definitely not react shout and scream at them right why because your brain is sending you that danger signal that please stay calm because if you don't stay calm they are also going to do the same to you but when it comes to our children we just lose our calm instantly and that happens because our brain is not sending us the danger signal because we know that even if we shout at them even if we end up hitting them they'll come running back to us they'll hug us and you know they'll be with us and they'll not judge us so we just choose to get angry with our children it's not like we don't we cannot control if we want to we can control if we want to it's just that we need to train our brain to send us the danger signal even when our children are involved so that would be one tip on how to manage anger you can do it if you really wish to do it and if you're ready to train your brain and that training is a whole journey that i walk mothers through then second is stubborn child so un it's very important to understand that what a stubborn means stubborn is a behavior right it's an outcome but before the behavior happens there are inputs right and the input is the emotion and the belief system of the child the mistake that most of us make as parents is that we are very behavior focused 
So if your child is hitting, you want to fix the hitting. Or if your child is crying, you want to fix the crying. Or if your child is shouting, you want them to keep quiet. But understand that before the behavior is the emotion. So if you're not fixing the input and you're only trying to fix the output, you cannot fix the output. So what we really need to be focused on is the belief. Like, And when we can really change the underlying belief system that the child is carrying, they would not experience big emotions. And when they don't experience big emotions, it would not manifest as stubborn behavior on the outside. So this is what I recommend parents. Do not be behavior focused. Be belief focused and feeling focused. So if you can start to communicate with their feelings instead of communicating with their behavior, you would be able to calm your child. But this requires a little patience and practice. And most of us want instant results. Or just shut up and sit. And we keep doing that for the rest of our lives. But you know, we invest a little energy here in changing their underlying belief system. And most kids have four underlying belief systems. That I need what I want. I should get everything that I want. Nobody should say no to me. I should have the best of everything. Like if his friend, if their friends have a toy, they want the same toy. And I should always be first. Like if they're running, they want to come first. So as parents, we need to change these four underlying belief systems. If you can change these four underlying belief systems, you can really teach your child how to manage their emotions. And we don't want to get rid of tantrums. Little bit of tantrum is good because it's actually allowing them to express what's happening on the inside. Because if they don't express, they'll keep suppressing. So yeah, in short, be belief, uh, sorry, be belief focused and not behavior focused. Now, what was the third? Third was uh, have fun. So I think there's no explanation required there. Just have yes. fun and keep the flow state. So Riddhi, like how do you uh, define success in parenting? When, when, yeah. when into your coaching, there may be a lot of success stories that you have. So how yeah. do you define success when it comes to parenting? Yes. So success would actually mean different things for uh, different parents. So, you know, for one parent, it could actually mean like better parent-child relationship. It one For one parent, it could actually mean better relationship with the spouse. For some of them, it could mean better support from in-laws or better understanding from in-laws and better understanding with in-laws. It could also mean like a better school for their child. So it could, you know, it could also mean, you know, child starting to eat less screen time. So, and I see all of this happening every single day in the community because I keep getting messages from mothers. So some, some, somebody will send me a message that, ma'am, I'm so happy that my child is finally eating without the screen. Sometimes, you know, mothers will send messages that I'm feeling so good that I'm not feeling any tension with my mother-in-law anymore and nothing has changed. I've just changed the way I think. Some of them would be like, you know, my husband has for the first time in 10 years sent a love letter to me or written a love letter to me in 10 years. Wow. I think everything starts to change when your energy changes. Like, you know, mothers would send messages like my child used to be super clingy. But my child is now going to everybody and is not like clinging to me anymore. And some mothers would start working again. They would be like, you know, been thinking about starting to work, but finally did it. I finally got my dream job. Some mothers have manifested their dream homes. So, you know, mm -hmm. every day uh, it's a different story. And all of these stories are success stories. So it would be different for different mothers, depending on what is it that they want for themselves. Wow, I think you are impacting it a holistic way of life amazing 
yeah because i think when your mind your thoughts change and when your energy changes everything yes, starts everything to starts changes uh now i think you have uh, started uh, training mothers to become parenting coaches so what prompted you to do that mothers they wanted to be trained so like i said like i just feel that you know i'm a vessel facilitating all of this i'm just responding to what mothers want from day one i have not designed anything to be honest it all started with me just starting to share my experience and then they kept asking questions and i kept responding and i kept responding and then covid happened they wanted master classes i said okay we'll do master classes then they said i want one on one calls i was like okay we'll do one on one calls so for me i think uh, everything has been designed by them so they asked that they want to be certified as parenting coaches so i was like okay i will do it for you so i think that's how so you started. you now certified them as a parenting coach yes i do amazing uh, now like uh... from a business perspective uh, like how do you actually generate leads is it organic because you have a huge following so tell us something about how do you generate leads for your parenting coaching so initially it was organic but now it's like a mix of both organic and facebook ads so i'm still uh, not started with youtube i plan to very soon so right now it's mostly organic plus uh, facebook ads so that's how i'm generating most of my leads and yes i have to start creating more organic content on different platforms right now i'm only focused on instagram but yeah maybe soon youtube is my next uh, next also i'm creating a podcast so i record a lot of podcasts it's called powerful parent podcast so i have some nice podcasts there so you are inviting some uh, parenting experts or guests or uh, like who so do so it's more like a solo podcast so i have a topic okay, i solo. talk about the topic yeah there are a few interviews with experts but mo- it's a mix but mostly mix it's up. like solo yeah it would be solo yeah 20% mm. interview again no format whatever comes to my mind i just record it and i post it amazing yes. also you had a chance to interact with alia word some other influencers what was that i saw your in your um, i think youtube yes. channel yeah Yeah so she runs a brand called Edemame which is like a kids centric brand and uh, so she had invited uh, me uh, as a guest and she interviewed me on parenting and it was mainly yeah it was like a brand Alia Bhatt and me thing and yeah so she asked a few parenting related questions and it was great because you know people outside of the parenting space were also recognizing my contribution in the field of parenting but now she's also a mother so she's also in the parenting space yes so uh, ready what is your funnel look like how do you help them in each level because uh, in your coaching definitely you must have some uh, levels of coaching so how do you help each level like once they enter into your funnel let's suppose from your webinar or workshop what the first step they take then what the next step yeah so the first step i call it the goal membership that is about helping them understand that when they learn they can do a lot better so i try to shift their energy a little so it's mostly focused on mother's mindset on her energy so i've divided it into three parts self connection child connection and family connection 
So I feel it's the trinity. When you have these three things in place, you start to feel good about your journey. So I first work on the mother's mindset, her thought process, self-care and let her feel good about herself. You know, because usually mothers feel uh, even after doing so much, they feel very underappreciated. They feel very overwhelmed, exhausted. So the first part is to help them connect with themselves. The second part is child connection, where I teach them how to discipline, how to connect better with their children, how to feed their children, all the common issues that mothers usually come up with, like how to manage toddler tantrums. So that's uh, child connection. And I also do a lot of content on, you know, like phonics, sight words, rhyming words, like kid-friendly content. So that's the second level, child connection. And the third part is family connection. You know, how to set boundaries, how to communicate, how not to feel insecure in a family, how to grow yourself in a family environment. So that's the first level where you where I focus on child connection, uh, self-connection, child connection, family connection. Second level is to unlock the genius in you, in the child and in uh, and the spark in your relationship. So, you know, I help them unlock the genius in themselves. So I feel mothers have a lot of power and potential. They have everything, you know, the willingness to do better and all of that. So here I sort of give them a slight push and tell them that you're ready to start. Like So level one is preparing them. Level two is actually pushing them to take action. And then, of course, you know, for unlocking genius in child, it's more about like uh, how to uh, in how to encourage your child to focus, how to build focus, maintain focus, how to improve your child's reading and retention, how to uh, sort of uh, in, encourage your children to set goals, mindfulness for kids. So those kind of topics. And then the third part is spark in your relationship. How should you be communicating with your spouse? How you should not be communicating with your spouse, like dysfunctional communication patterns. And, you know, so it's more focused on relationship. So that's level two. And level three is about unlocking abundance in all areas. It's not just uh, parenting. It's about health, relationship, career, money, and also to get certified as a coach. So that's level three where you can come and pretty much talk about anything and everything. And uh, it's a very uh, beautiful space. And uh, we call it like soul family. And it's such a beautiful experience to just meet, to talk, to learn from each other. And I think I've learned so much from mothers over the last eight years. So I'm really grateful for this experience. So these are the three levels to unlock the genius, uh, to unlock the happiness in you, to unlock the genius in you, and then to unlock abundance in all areas. Amazing. So how important uh, for you building a community, uh, like for you as well as for your students? So what are the... Yeah. yeah so first I would like to thank Siddharth Rajshekhar like my mentor when it comes to community because in all the previous businesses that I've done I'd never heard of the word community and I think this is the best gift that I have received from any mentor so far the gift of a community because I just feel so good every time I connect with those mothers and they feel so good because they are never lonely on this journey. They always have somebody to reach out to because as mothers, we just don't need physical comfort. We need a lot of emotional comfort. We just want somebody to listen to us without judging us. And sometimes it's so much better if that person is not from your family because, uh, 
sometimes when you're sharing with family you want to hide information you're not sure they might go and talk to other people but if you can find one friend in this lifetime whom you can reach out to without any worry of being judged and being 100% sure that she's not going to go and speak to anybody else from your family i think that is such an amazing thing to have and i think when you're doing this as a community you always have that so it's a wonderful experience and i really hope that you know 5 years 10 years down the line we can just be with our kids like older kids and we can just uh, talk about these days on how we met and how it was when we used to meet on zoom and talk about our children throwing tantrums and now look they are doing phd and mba and different things wow. so yeah i just feel it's Amazing. a great thing because it never ends you know it just yeah. keeps growing with time consistent process yeah yes and uh, like how big is your community by the way so right now i have more than 2500 uh, paid members in my uh, community and uh, yeah that's the size wow. of uh, the paid members and i've served around 30000 plus mothers with during oh. the with the master classes and master all that classes amazing that's that such a big number so riti uh, like there are a lot of aspiring parenting coaches they wanted to start their careers what is the message for them how they can start uh, uh like with the right path right way right so yes so i think uh, coaching the most important thing that you need is a beautiful heart that really wants to serve because uh, you're really helping somebody with their life so you don't want to just do it as a business business so you need that willingness to help serve impact create that change shift so that's the first having said that just a beautiful heart is also not enough you also need to wear the hat of an entrepreneur and start marketing yourself because just having uh, the credibility which means having the information and the willingness to serve is not enough you need to make yourself visible because if you're not visible you're not accessible so you need to be visible and accessible only then would you be able to help people effectively so i think it's a combination of both these things like the willingness to serve genuinely from your heart and the willingness to do these marketing sales kind of things even if you don't like it but if you want to be a successful coach you need both so i think your success as a coach depends on your visibility plus credibility most mostly i see coaches are very focused on credibility they have a lot of information and they are also they also have beautiful hearts that really want to create an impact but uh, marketing is the challenging part marketing and sales mm. and that's very very important so yeah that would be my message to coaches that don't just keep learning and also one thing that i would like to share which is a mistake that most coaches make what we do is we wait we keep learning 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 for 2 3 years before we start to share right and what happens is when you're learning for 2 3 years you have so much information on you that now you're thinking what should i start sharing right and one good thing that happened with me and this is something that i share with all the mothers in my community please do not wait to share so when you learn a little you can go and share that much you don't have to learn everything before you start sharing a little so when i started i knew little size to share what i know right 
And then I kept sharing what I was learning as I was learning. So I, I did not have to really, you know, start marketing myself after four years. After, of, yeah. After so being completely people, being a top like, expert or something. Yeah. So a lot of people waste, waste a lot of time just waiting and learning. So I think every single day you should be learning and sharing, learning and sharing, learning and sharing. So if you can have both, so, you know, consume, create, consume, create two C's every single day. If you're just consuming, wow. consuming, consuming and not creating anything, chances are after two to three years, you would be very overwhelmed because you would feel that, you know, I've done so much and now I'm not being able to really make good money. So good idea is to not just focus on consuming, but every single day you should have a plan for creation also. So Riti, I exactly exactly what you mentioned. You don't have to be a, like completely having so much of information then start sharing. I think uh, we are also a part of uh, Deepak. And Deepak once used to share that he, you don't have to be like a 10th standard to teach the first standard. You can teach in fourth standard also. Yes. Right? So you just need to one or two step ahead of them taste that uh that is amazing sharing uh Riti. now really like uh you know just uh share what are the some success stories that you had got in your community that amazed you like something that wow this kind of success stories yeah so i think uh there are many stories like you know mothers not committing suicide that was one story so i got a very beautiful letter from a mother where she said that uh, she was on the verge of doing so but you know when she learned something in her shifted and then she decided not to go ahead with it you know so then there are stories of mothers who were wanting to completely move out of their relationship and they were not happy in the relationship and now they have been able to not just stay in the relationship but also feel good about the relationship so it's not always the other person's fault. Sometimes it's also the way you're thinking and looking at the situation. And when that changes, everything starts to change, right? Then there are stories like, of course, mothers manifesting dream jobs. Then mothers who were in a job and now choosing to be a homemaker and being very happy with that decision. Because I don't feel that it's always, you know, somebody going back into a job who feels happy. There are mothers who want to be with their children. So there are mothers who were in very successful careers and they decided to quit and now they're spending time with their children and they are much happier. So I think all of us have our value systems and it's very important for us to live according to our value systems. And of course, mothers, you know, reconnecting with their own skills. Like we have Shruti and she's a beautiful dancer and she had not danced for 10 years. So, you know, once she oh. became and she, she sent me a very beautiful dance video and she was like, you know, ma'am, I'm just feeling like I'm a young girl once again. So I just feel that there's so many, so many beautiful uh, uh, stories and yeah, mothers getting financial breakthroughs, of course, and uh, better bond with the child, like, you know, child being able to do things independently. So I think every day I get so many stories. Wow. But yeah, it's this just a real impact that you are creating. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, 3D, you are very good at Instagram. You have a 400k followers. So, any tips for our audience that how they can actually start growing? Maybe they are not yeah. even uh, in a 1000, how they can actually make it to the 1000, 10,000. What is your, your content planning or any tips that you would like to do? So, uh, one tip would be to be super consistent. That's 
tip number one, because the mistake that most of us make is we'll create content for five days and then we'll stop creating. So what happens? You treat your Instagrams as a physical store. Just look at it as a physical store. Imagine that you open your store one day and you display your products and people are coming to your store and they're loving your things, right? And for five days, you've kept your store open. And then suddenly on sixth day, you decide that I want to go on a holiday. And from day number six till day number 15, your store is shut. People are still coming. So they come on day six, they see store band there. The store is shut. They're like, okay, let me go back on day number seven. They come back and they see the store is shut. Day number eight, nobody is going to come back. Nobody wants to waste energy. They're like, oh my God, I think the store is permanently shut. Let me go find some other store. So all the effort that you put in setting up that store and putting some products in your store for five days has gone, is now nothing, right? You wasted all that energy, time and effort. So if you're willing to start, please only start when you can commit to being consistent. If you cannot commit to being consistent, a good idea is not to start. Why waste that much time and energy, right? So if you're opening your store, you need to open your store every day, which means if you're putting something on Instagram, you need to put something on Instagram every day so that when people come, they get something new from you every day and they'll keep coming back. So that is first. Now, second is, of course, when you're opening a store, you also need to put some good stuff in your store. Stop. You cannot keep junky things and then expect people to come and stick around, right? So just like, you know, I treat it like a physical store. So if I put a physical store, I would like it, like my store to look beautiful i would like my store to have good things in it i would like people to revisit the store so just treat your instagram like a physical store with for which you are having to pay no rent so what else can you want it's free so please use it right and use it and use it properly like focus on the aesthetics focus on the quality focus on the quality of content that you're delivering and focus on consistency and be there, which means that if people like and comment, respond. When people come to your store and they're saying that, you know, I like your stuff. And if you're standing in the store, you would say, yes, thank you so much. You would not just look and not respond. So just like that, when on Instagram, somebody leaves a message for you, at least like it or leave a comment, acknowledge the fact they, that they took out some time from their lives to send you a beautiful message right at least in the beginning later like now i'm also not being able to like and comment and reply but yes i think it's a good idea every time i get a chance to actually message back like and uh, you know respond to messages i do it in fact my direct messages i make sure that i personally respond to most of the messages because i feel if people are taking out time from their lives to ask you something it's very important for us to respond so as as far as I can, as much as I can, I make sure that I do it. I think that that's how you you uh, keep your community intact and you connect them that level. That also like you build a, such a deep level of connections uh, with your audience. Amazing tips. Thank you for sharing, Riddhi. Uh, now coming back to the last question that I want to ask, like, uh, okay, last second last. Something okay. like what are the <laughs> uh, what are the goals and future goals for easy parenting half that you have planned like any future goals that you have planned? Okay. So honestly, uh, I'm more like live in the moment kind of a person. But if I had to put one thing, I would definitely like the community to be much, much bigger. 
and uh, not just in size also in terms of uh, the value and the impact that we are able to create collectively for each other because i personally feel that all the success stories that are happening in the community it's not just happening because of me and the content that i'm sharing it's happening because of the group energy because when you see somebody else transform you feel that if it's happening for me it can happen for me too so you know if it's happening for her it can happen for me too so i think it's a collective group energy that's bringing forth this transformation and it's just you know when i enter this community space i just feel like i've entered a new world and new world where everybody is so focused on transformation growth love respect creation so yes i would just love for this community to grow in size and in values in impact and i think that is what my dream is for easy parenting hub and maybe mm-hmm. glo- and go more global. global i have a lot of mothers uh, from outside of india also so maybe i would love to reach out to more mothers outside of india as well definitely more power to it definitely will get it uh last questions like what is the one message that you would like to give to our audience uh it can be your life lessons or it can be from business lessons anything that you would like to share or the one message just live in the moment like i live my life like i'm dying in the next 10 hours so if i'm dying in the next 10 hours i just want to do what whatever best i can do in this moment of course sometimes even i feel overwhelmed and stressed and anxious that's a part of life but you know when it happens i just tell myself very little time is left let me get back and start feeling good so i think it's very important that you make the most of every single moment that you have and not worry too much about the future like i don't worry too much about the future and i don't spend too much time thinking about the mistakes that i've made so i try to do the best that i can do in this moment so i think because when you waste this moment you're creating more past that you want to regret about that you'll have more past to regret about and plus if you are not doing anything nice in this moment definitely you're not going to build a beautiful future so just be focused on action less time in the head more time in actually uh, taking action yes allow yourself to be like just rest and relax yeah riddhi thank you so much uh, for sharing a lot of valuable nuggets and sharing your journey with us it is really inspiring to listen to you as a deep having a deeper conversation with you and all of you who are watching like you can uh, share in the comment box like what is the biggest learning that you got from this podcast or you can also tag riddhi on um, instagram and share some um messages like how you got value from this so really how people can follow you or like they can learn from you or what are the like yeah, i will so, also put the uh, links below uh, all right yeah. so they can definitely come for my free masterclass i think yeah. uh, if you're a mother you would love it your energy just after the masterclass would be very different and in my masterclass i'll also give you an opportunity to become a part of my community which also would change your life as a mother totally so that's the first thing that you should do attend my free masterclass if you've still not attended the masterclass second is follow me on instagram and uh, i create a lot of content and i'm super consistent on instagram so every time you'll get to see something new so i think these two places my podcast powerful parent podcast youtube also you can go visit there's nothing great happening there yet but if you but yeah whatever is there is good but 
yeah you can go check out youtube as well so i think these four places should be good i'll tag the channels also like you can they check out the title or the descriptions and all all the links will be shared inside the descriptions um thank you so much riddhi once again and yes. for adding a lot of values yes thank you so much sagar and uh, that was nice so many questions but we did it so yes great and thank you so much for having me i absolutely loved it and i love talking about parenting mothers community business income so i think you pretty much covered all areas yes. so yeah, very uh, well structured thank yeah. you thank you so much thank you.